the home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. leader. Diamondbacks front office focus with Wolf and Luke. All right, it feels like baseball season outside. It's funny, we were walking out of here yesterday and Gambo was walking in. We both looked at each other and we're like, it's, it's time for baseball. Like, let's get going here. And it starts tomorrow, opening day, D-backs, Dodgers. I made the point earlier, D-backs play the Dodgers eight times in the first ten games and then only five times after April 9th all season. So we'll see how that works out. Their, um, their vice president and assistant GM, Mike Fitzgerald, is joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line. Mike, Thank you for the time. I would imagine uh, this time of year you're probably just as excited as the rest of us, right? For sure, for sure. Um, spring's always, you know, the beginning of spring is great. You get to see everybody get together again and uh, and then start preparation for when the games start counting for real. And, and then there's always that point in spring where people are starting to get the itch for those uh, the competitive games to, to really dial up a little bit and and have the tallies going into the winner loss column to start to actually have an impact on, on where you're going to end up at the end of the year. So yes, definitely excited to get the season underway. And uh, like you said, we, we kick it off with with a few games against the Dodgers right away, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna be battle tested early and, and get a feel for where we stand and just continue to take it one day at a time. And as cliche as it sounds, see where that can get us. You know, for me, Mike, you're a talent evaluator. This is what you do, and. There's so much talent that you guys have, but it's young talent right now. So having said that, what are your expectations? Do you allow yourself any expectations for this team going into the season? Honestly, and again, it sounds cliche, we're trying to avoid that. Uh, I think you can kind of get in trouble with that. And we want to give these young guys a chance to cut their teeth. We want to have a lot of the veterans on this group also continue to take strides forward. I think... There's been encouraging signs throughout spring of the, the gelling between those two groups. It's it's not a fractured clubhouse where you kind of get the vets looking around saying, oh, no, we, we get these kids coming. You know, this is supposed to be our team. Uh, there, there's a lot of welcoming of the young kids and understanding that for this team to be as successful as it can be and, and what that means, nobody really knows. And anything would just be a guess anyway. So, so rather than focus on what it could be, uh, there, there's a lot more attention to what it is today and, and how a lot of this youth can come up and help us, and, and the, the vets on the team are open to that. The young kids are excited to get a chance to cut their teeth and, and see how they can contribute. And it's it's encouraging to see how the the 26 guys, you know, plus you know even the injured guys that are around the group, um, are coming together and, and hoping to put this team in the best possible spot. Mike Fitzgerald is our guest right now. Uh, Mike, one of the, the young players that is flying under the radar, maybe a little bit, I don't think the D-backs fans, though, is is Gabriel Moreno, who you guys got back in the Dalton Varsho trade. Uh, you know, he's, he's still only 23 years old. He's only played in 25 games. He did not disappoint in his spring at bats. I, I know you guys had, had you know, big plans for him anyway when you brought him in, but with the Carson Kelly injury, um, do you think he is ready to step into a more prominent role? Yeah, we'll find out. Um, <laughs> we are super confident in the talent and the person that Gabriel is, and it's also nice to know that Carson's going to be able to be around him and spend some time through this injury, um, and he's going to have another catcher with him and Jose Herrera, who's had experience with his staff before too. Um, so yeah, we were obviously uh, very bullish on what kind of player we think he could be. Uh, the timeline of that gets accelerated, as is the nature of this game, with various injuries that pop up. Um, but we feel like he's got a good system around him. 
to allow him to hit the ground running. And he's got a group of pitchers that are also fairly confident in their abilities and, and open to communicating effectively and, and openly with their battery mates. And so we're, uh, we're, we're, we're optimistic that he's going to be able to, to just fine, even though maybe the uh, the rate at which he's going to have his playing time dialed up was a little different than what we would have thought a couple weeks ago. So a lot of people talking about Cattell Marte, of course, and the impact he could have if he actually returns to what he did a couple of seasons ago. What have you seen from Cattell Marte this spring? Yeah, um, obviously we've seen the upside and what that, 2019 season can look like where I believe he finished fourth in the MVP voting. So, so everybody sees that in there. Um, and I think he's done a lot of work in the off season to put himself in a better, you know, as, as good of a position physically uh, to ensure that not only he can stay healthy, but also can be the plus defender at second that we've seen flashes of, but not uh, consistently shown up in the, in the more recent years. I think what we've seen so far in spring, uh, he's looking a lot more like that above average defender at second base, which is only going to help, the team even more. Um, again, we the, the 2019 season offensively, everybody would be doing jumping jacks if if we get that level again. Um, but the the kind of under the radar contributions that he made to the team back then as well were on the defensive side of the ball, and uh, I think we're excited that he's going to be a significant uh, two way contributor for us this year. And hopefully, you know, with some of the other guys taking steps forward, there's less of a burden to just have the microscope fall and, oh, man, this, this, this team's going to go as Cattell goes. Um, we, we get some other guys that hopefully can pick up some of that slack and, and allow Cattell to go out and have a, a great year for us uh, without needing to carry us. Mike, uh, Mike Fitzgerald joining us right now, D-backs vice president and assistant GM. Mike, uh, another guy that's maybe a little under the radar he went out and got Kyle Lewis. The guy won AL Rookie of the Year not that long ago in 2020. He definitely flashed during the the, the spring. Now you have a loaded outfield, but in a in a perfect world, what uh, what do you see from Kyle Lewis this year? For sure, um, yeah. The, the the contact he made this spring was loud. It was consistently loud, um, and so that's exciting. And I think we we have talent in the outfield. We, we've talked about this last year, and we talked about it you know a couple weeks ago. Um, same thing kind of with the rotation depth. It's never a bad thing to have uh, talent in these areas because, as we saw with the Carson Kelly situation, uh, random unforeseen things pop up. So you want to make sure that we can adapt and, and continue to move forward as a team. Um, I think even with the outfield spots, depending on the different matchups guys are going to have uh, with the DH spot as well, there's, there's going to be plenty of at-bats to go around. And I, I think one of the things that Tori's done a really good job getting the guys to buy into and understand is we, we want to be playing our best baseball come the end of the year. And the biggest, and one of the biggest variables in that is keeping everybody fresh. Um, and, and fresh doesn't mean minimal playing time, but it means not redlining guys and running them in the ground. So I think Tori and, and the hitting group are going to be strategic in how they try to deploy guys and put them, put the players in the best position to find success. Um, and then from there, you know, there's enough, enough games to go around to make sure that everybody's getting their opportunities. Um, but, I think the, from a matchup standpoint, we're excited about the talent and skills that we have and how they complement each other uh, really well as well. Mike, in terms of handling the pitching staff, how do you think Gabriel Marino is looking right now? Yeah, I think he's looking solid. Um, he, as a young kid, I think he's trying to come in and 
not be the person with all the answers, which I think is helpful. Um, I think sometimes that can, that can alienate guys at times. But at the same point, he knows that he needs to exude a level of confidence and trust and belief in the guys that are going to be towing the rubber for him. Um, so I think he's striking that balance well. And the other good thing is uh, from a familiar faces, it's you know the, the Davies, the Bumgarner, the, basically everybody throwing in our rotation um, to start – this year off, there's familiarity for them within this clubhouse as well. So there's less a new catcher and a new starting pitching rotation trying to get a feel for their dynamic. There's at least uh, some continuity on one end of that equation. And like we were saying earlier, between Carson and Jose being around, uh, Gabby as well, we think that'll, that'll help him be more prepared in that area as well. Mike, just wanted to ask you about Drew Jones. I mean, I know he's he's not somebody that you're expecting to see really necessarily this year at the major league level, but he was working his way back from that injury. He got a couple of bats in in spring. Just, just can you update us on where he is? Yeah, so he's going to break camp uh, on schedule and head out to Visalia. Um, and yeah, it was it was great to see the again. Not that we want to have uh, get into a habit of our first draft choices going through these funky shoulder surgeries. Um, but similar to the uh, recovery road and or uh, work that uh, Corbin and Jordan put in, uh, Drew was, was right there with him and, and was able to accelerate his timeline and get out there on a normal minor league schedule. So, yeah, it was great seeing him out there yesterday. Uh, great seeing a couple of the other guys out there. We had a 17-year-old on a major league field yesterday, so that's always <laughs> fun when you get a chance to see that and, and think about what, what other people were doing when they were 17 and not getting reps in a, in a major league spring training game. So um, we're excited about that group as well for as much as the focus is obviously on the big league team. That's, that's what everybody's locked in on. Uh, it's, it's very cool that we got four other affiliates that are going to kick off here within the next week as well, and uh, we got a lot of baseball coming underway. Well, Mike, we appreciate the time. As always, thank you, and, and good luck this season, all right? Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mike.